Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the WIBC hotline. Little town hall last night with the mayor candidates. Jefferson Shreve, Boss Hogsett. And once again, the question of Hogsett's whereabouts during the 2020 riots have been brought forward. I'm glad somebody's finally actually talking about it besides us. A concerned citizen, friend of our show, is Robert Evans III. Robert, how are you? I'm great, guys. How are you? Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, so you joined us a couple months back, Robert, and you were, like a lot of people, wondering where was Joe Hogsett when the riots went down. And you started looking into things. You looked into phone number records. You looked into emails. Let's reset before we move forward what you were looking for and what did you find about a couple months ago? Yeah, sure. So um, I've been filing requests with the mayor's office for right about two years now. Really just a general one at first, just just kind of asking, you know, what his what his statements were, what his actions are, trying to trying to get an idea of his whereabouts and the things that he actually did there. And really nothing came of that other than uh, through another request, this this assertion that the mayor doesn't use his a public email address. So then a few months back, I, I refiled another one and um, really kind of digging into the situation a little bit more, um, asking more about his, his senior staff, right? Because the mayor leans a lot on the actions of his office and his statements about this, not so much the things that he did. So I submitted a request to his office for um, calendar invites, dates, emails, and I expanded it as far as phone records, both private and public phone records on there. So we got a little held up a couple after the last time I talked to you guys, we got a little held up because they pushed back and said that they needed more specificity. And they did this weird thing where they, they sent me a request saying I needed to answer all these questions within five days or they were going to cancel my request. But they sent the request on a Friday night, right? So, it's, you know, they're giving me basically Saturday and Sunday in, in a couple of days to speak to attorneys and, and get these things together. So I ended up filing a records. I ended up filing a complaint with the state records office and got an opinion back from them last week where, you know, I'll consider that a draw, really, because they said that. When looking for specificity, I actually expanded the request past the original request, but they also did make it clear to the mayor's office that you know they were responsible to give me personal emails if they had those available and make and make a good faith effort to give me that information. Right. So the mayor's office, Robert, is trying to give you the runaround at this point. They know you're snooping around, and they're trying to give you the runaround. And all you're asking for is emails or phone numbers that should be public record for somebody that's leading a city wondering where he was at during the riots. 
Right. And, I, you know, I have the mayor's personal email addresses. And I, I haven't published those any place, but I, I supplied those to the records request so they can search through those. But, you know, most, most importantly, it's really, I think, more about the senior staff, his, his former chief of staff and some of the deputy mayors there. So this week I got back um, one email from them that shows that the only email that it seems like the mayor sent out during the period I was asking for, or specifically his office sent out, was an email from his former chief of staff, Thomas Cook, that says, talks to the mayor's cabinet and his staff saying, hey, these are, you know, this is a statement we're putting out about the riots. And also I got back a list of phone records now, these are the phone records. These are the official uh, Indigo, IndyGov phone records on here. So if you, if you break down, that's really interesting because, you know, I don't see anything that stands out to me that these are, you know, working with public safety. These are not other people that should be involved in this. You know, most importantly, I don't see that the mayor himself actually made any phone calls on there. Right. And I'm looking at this list, which you have provided to me to look at here. And we're talking about from May 26th of the year of the riots to June 1st. So basically that time period of May 26th to June 1st, that is when, you know, things started amping up with the George Floyd protests across the country and then ultimately the Indianapolis riots. And at no point in this log provided by uh, the office of the mayor do I see Joe Hogsett's number. Correct. Yeah, there's, it, doesn't, it shows that the mayor didn't send anything out. Now, there's a couple there's a couple of calls in there from his personal, his executive assistant. But, you know, the bigger question for me is, it really shouldn't be this hard. And, you know, if, if there's just a feeling that the city's kind of operating um, kind of on their own behind the scenes in ways that, you know, the public can't really make them accountable for. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. And, and so if, if it's taking me this much work to get just these basic phone numbers and still not finding anything, I just really wonder, you know, how the average citizen would be able to just go out and get this information as the law requires. Hey, Robert and, and Hammer, you can answer this, too. What what has been the official explanation as to where Joe Hogsett was uh, during the nights of the riots? Well, Robert, let me jump in here because we've played the audio on this show a number of years ago. I think this was two years ago. Joe Hogsett sat down with a reporter from Wish TV, Alexis Rogers. She asked him, hey, you know where were you during the riots and he said he was at home supervising things that was a couple of years ago and as far as i know robert that's the only time he's given a legit answer sure so was was his entire staff hanging out at his house was he supervising from his front porch you know what you know i I might, again, my suspicion is that most of this is happening over personal emails and cell phones so i think that we're we're very close to the point where we're going to be able to um, open a more formal complaint and subpoena those personal phone and email records because the mayor is making statements. You know, I saw what he gave to Adam Wren the other day or yesterday, and he's, he's mentioning that they put out all these statements and all these events, but they're not giving me anything back formally at this point that shows those things happen. Now, I want to throw one caveat in here. They have said that they will, based on the complaint that I filed with the state, they will use the search criteria that, that I've offered before. So we may get more out of there, 
But my suspicion is that if if they had that information already, they would have given it. And you mentioned that statement that he gave to Adam Wren yesterday because there was this basically town hall that Shreve and Hogsett were at yesterday and um, reporter asked one of the lackeys for Joe Hogsett, hey, there's a lot of people saying there's a question about your whereabouts. Well, and, Sh- and Sharif has that on his attack ad as well. Where were you during the night? Right. The night the and the Hogsett associate basically says, everybody needs to stop listening to shock jock radio, which is kind of a <laughs> right shot you know, at us here. But Robert, to me, the bigger issue is, and I think you have found this firsthand, the mayor of a major city, a city that has hosted the Super Bowl, Final Fours on the regular, major conventions left and right, there's no paper trail of what the mayor does. If he's using his cell phone and personal email as opposed to the government-issued one, where's the paper trail and how do you hold this guy accountable? And that's true. And, you know, I'm I'm friendly with a few people in the state legislature. And, you know, I guess it's come up uh, amongst them a little bit, this inquiry that I've been doing, that I, I think the state legislature is going to kind of address a little bit of this, because there's always been a question about strengthening APRA around that. And we really have no way to find if basic information if everyone is working in personal, in personal emails and cell phones. So that that just shouldn't happen. I'm reading this thing that we've mentioned from yesterday where the Hogsett lackey was talking to a a reporter, quote, Mayor Hogsett understood that reasonable questions would be raised by the violence that swept major cities in 2020, which is why almost immediately after the events of that summer, he commissioned an independent investigation and report into the activities of city staff and law enforcement partners. So if I'm to believe this statement, that was given to a reporter yesterday that some sort of investigation and commission was launched, but yet there's no paper trail, there's no email, there's no phone call of this happening. I find a lot of this hard to believe. Well, you know, what's really interesting is, is I actually agree with the mirror on this point. I think everyone should read that report. I actually reread it this morning. I think it's 46 pages and, and you know, and get, getting ready for this call. And you can just pull up the PDF and just do a basic find, keyword find. The mayor's name only appears in that report maybe twice. The only person from the mayor's office whose name shows up consistently is former Deputy Mayor David Hampton, who we know is the, the only person, or we believe is the only person from his administration that was on the streets that day negotiating with IMPD and the rioters. So, yeah, if the mayor wants to lean on this report and say, we did these things great, you know, Show me where in the report it clears them, because it doesn't speak to them. The report only speaks to the actions of IMPD. And this just raises up so many more questions. I mean, we could sit here and talk about this for an hour, but okay, so the mayor says it's okay for David Hampton to be out on the streets telling IMPD whatever, whether that's stand down or give the rioters room or whatever. So Hogsett's fine with Hampton being out there, but his excuse was he was at home watching it, which, by the way, goes completely against what an investigative reporter has found out about his whereabouts. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, I'm friendly with that investigative reporter, and I'm really interested to hear more about that. But, you know, what, what, what a lot of people need to understand about the deputy mayors is, yes, the mayor can, can give directions 
to someone, but why would the mayor tell Hampton to do that versus him doing it himself? Right. What was he, what, what, what was he trying to use Hampton to protect himself from? If, if Hampton took these actions on his own, it's not clear that Hampton had the authority to do so because the deputy mayor's roles and authorities are very, very limited. They're certified by the city kind of council. I mean, we might as well have had like the head of uh, DPW or, or the, the head trash collector out there. <laughs> right. Giving IMPD, giving IMPD orders if, if that's the case, you know. And when it's the darkest hour of the city, and some would say the riots were the absolute darkest 24, 36 hour period in the storied history in the city of Indianapolis, why wouldn't the mayor want to be the one that's in charge, that's calling the shots here? You don't see the Super Bowl going down to the two-minute warning and a tie game, and all of a sudden the head coach go, you know what, I'm going to let the offensive coordinator drive the boat here moving forward. Well, the big question for me is if the mayor is proud of the actions of, of himself and of his office, why wouldn't he publicize those? Why wouldn't he just put this question to bed? And this is a mayor that loves some publicity. He will take a photo at a funeral, but yet no photos, no information, no paper trail anywhere about the riots of 2020. Uh, Robert, great job, my friend. Keep digging. And uh, whenever you get some information, you know where we're at. Uh, Great, guys. Thanks a lot.